Hey everyone, Quincy here. Wanted to say thank you for catching this replay of the hashtag Ask a Soccer Pro show on your audio platform of choice. You can re-listen to this episode and all our other interviews, episodes, and audio shows over at perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. You can also learn more and enter to win free weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash PSTM. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash PSTM to enter to win for free today. Thanks again and enjoy today's episode. We're all here to ride the MSL wave, the mental strength league. I'd like to welcome you to another episode of the Hashtag Ask a Soccer Pro Show. What up, Liverpool <clears throat> official coach Edgar. Welcome, brother. Connor Johnson dropping in. Mr. C-H-R-I-S-H-95. Welcome, welcome. Joe Jackson. What's poppin'? Serena Ameriqua. Joining in. Luke uh, C-C-H-O. What's going on? Miggy33, joining in, Athletic11, Liverpool dropping the, you know what it is. <clears throat> yes, I already know, you already know what it is. I'll put it up on the screen, yo, shout out guys over at uh, Soccer Sub Podcast, just releasing an episode I shot with them uh, um, like two months ago, I think. So if you guys haven't listened to that, make sure you go and check that out. And as everybody's joining in today, giving the hellos and pleasantries, you guys know what it is because today is going to be a very special episode. I'm excited for it. If you guys can hear me all right, spam that heart button, drop them I'm in your head emojis. You guys can hear me and um, we'll kick it off with, you know, you know, the intro we got now. So what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Hashtag Ask a Soccer Pro Show. I believe we're on episode 108. Loving everybody spamming that hard button. I'm your host, 12-year pro, MLS Cup champion, MLS Comeback Player of the Year, UC Davis Hall of Fame member, Black Players for Change founder and MSL coach, Quincy Ameriquois. And you know what we're here to talk about, the MSL. Every Thursday, 6 p.m. PST, 9 p.m. EST, live on the at perfect underscore soccer Instagram account, the Mental Strength League. I am, you know what it is, I'm in your head. For those of you who are just tuning into this frequency, um, it's a game of 40 chess, one where you are either aware and an active participant or you are a pawn in the game steady getting played. Now, for those of you who do not know what the MSL is, it is the mindset you need to accomplish your goals, and that may lead you to ask yourself, why should you have this mindset? Well, so you can learn how to learn. Why learn how to learn? So you can know how and when you are stopping yourself from achieving your goals and what to do about it. And finally, when does this mindset start? The moment you take responsibility for where you are, even if where you are isn't your fault, and put forth a plan to learn what you need to to continue forward. And those of you who know what it is, and join in here every Thursday. Drop them I'm in your head emojis and spam that heart button and let me know if you're ready for today's episode because we've got a very special guest for Women's History Month. Special guest for Women's History Month. History Month. It is. It is somebody who is very, very influential, inspirational, history in the making times a bajillion. And um, let me see what I got here. And uh, I'm excited to have this conversation. Oh, what do we got here? Um, Because today's special guest is the greatest woman in the entire world, in my world, the rock of my family, the the foundation of everything that you guys see and have experienced. Uh, my wife, Serena Ameriqua, will be joining us for today's live. And um, let me let me get her buzzed in here. 
Oh. Did Instagram move this thing? Okay, there we go. You guys are juiced for today's special guest. Uh, spam that heart button. Drop in some of your questions. We're gonna okay. <laughs> ride the wave. Yo, where did you send me the stuff in Slack? <laughs> like thirty minutes ago. Yeah, where though? In which channel? Oh, you mean Haley? Ah, uh, okay. That's why I was like, I can't find it. Yo, what up, everybody's Everybody spam that heart button. They're loving to see who's joined in as our guest for today's episode. I'm juiced for it as well, too, and I'm trying to get to my notes because, you know, I'm doing this, like, way more organized now. Yeah, because I'm super What's high up, Liber Cool? How's it going? Uh, there you go. Hey, official coach Edgar. Okay. I got, I got it. Okay, you ready? I pulled it all up. Okay, so everybody, for us to get started, because this is going to be fun. We're just going to riff and have an old MSL episode. And I already told Serena, just be, she's she's down to get the smoke. No, no taking it easy. We're going to dive into that mentality and um, uh, ride the wave. But uh, before we kind of kick it off here, I give a little bit of background. So Serena Ameriqua. Right? Today's theme is history in the making. Because what you're doing is historic. And people are going to do documentaries of it and, and build m monuments and, and statues. <laughs> yep, they're going to. Because if they don't, I will. So someone's going to. So there we go. <laughs> exactly. So it doesn't mean it's already going to happen. So yeah. who cares? Um, statues of ourselves on Ameriqua acres. <laughs> just staring off into the distance, looking at nothing. Just because we can. Um, okay, I'll give a little bit of background. Uh, for those of you, for those in the audience who are unaware as to who this legend of a human being is, is sitting in front of me on the screen right now. Uh, so some of the quick notes, uh, Serena was a gymnast for eight years, competed to level 10, uh, which at the time was the level before you compete to make the Olympic team, uh, ran track professionally for four years, traveling to Canada, Ireland, Belgium, Finland, and Finland. Um, she is currently the brand director for BPC, that's Black Players for Change, and the only female in the organization to date. History in the making, speaking of history in the making, right? Uh, she's also the brand director of Perfect Soccer. Shout out, Perfect Soccer team. You can use what it is. Like I said, foundation, look at that. Hey, is that the Perfect Soccer shirt or the Perfect Soccer mom one, right? She is the owner of EVLV, that's Evolve Online. So those of you who don't know, now you know. And head over to EVLV.online because if you guys were wondering what the plug looks like, it's sitting right in front of your face right now, smiling, cheesing super hard. Look at that, cheesing hella hard. Mother of two of my two beautiful boys, Sir and Lord Ameriqua, married to Quincy Ameriqua. You know what it is. I mean, why not? We'll talk more about that as well, too. Uh, U.S. ATF San Diego Imperial Women's Track and Field Representative and also sat on the Athlete Advisory Board. And, so, and fun fact just because it's true was on the social media consult uh, was a on the was a main social media consultant for bitcoin gold back during that hard fork back in the previous bull run most people don't know we've been in that crypto space crypto outer space um the resume just keeps building and i'm sure and i know we're leaving off a whole bunch of stuff but at least giving a little bit of a background and an idea as to the multifaceted nature that is Serena America. And we're gonna, we're gonna peel back those layers tonight on the show. And also let everybody who has any questions, uh, go ahead and drop them in the, um, in the comment box here. Spam that heart button if you guys are as excited for today's episode as I am. And uh, let's see. Okay, uh, so while we do that, welcoming a little, few more guests in here. Uh, 
Connor MC42 say, hey, Quincy, I've missed a lot, a load of episodes, and it's 2 a.m. in England. Yes, you have, brother. I've not seen you in a while, but welcome back. Tapping into that hashtag frequency. Um, history in the making episode. Let's see what we've got here. Um, yeah, everyone's spamming that heart button. Candle dropped the three heart emojis. Uh, uh, Liverpool said probably a new upload for this episode soon. I'm in your head. Uh, uh, Candle said, let's go. Coach Edgar dropped uh, the I'm in your head. Candle dropped I'm in your head. Emojis, Joe Jackson as well too. And yeah, okay. Everyone spam that heart button. Drop any questions you've got. Uh, Ta Tatiana dropped in. Oh, gee, Serena Ameriqua fangirl moment. <laughs> okay. So so now, okay, Luna, I'm thinking about it. All, all the directions we can go. But, but let's start it off with first, what is mental strength mean <laughs> to you? <laughs> Um, okay. So mental strength to me is having a goal um, and not letting any obstacle deter you from achieving that goal. Okay, short and sweet, right? Okay, but you, okay, as you know, because you tune into the show, we talk about, <clears throat> lots of people call them problems. We talk, we call them temporary obstacles. Right, so mental strength to you in terms of having a goal, not letting something deter you from reaching it, has to mean that there's going to be temporary obstacles along the way. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, what are some temporary obstacles that you've seen? Um, that, yeah. What are some temporary obstacles that you've seen, but have learned how to navigate around, and and what allows you to to do that? Um, I'll start with myself. So I would say a temporary obstacle would be self-doubt, which I feel is something that everyone experiences. Um, and the way that I've navigated around that is I already have X number of people that are doubting my success. So why be one more person to doubt myself? And so that's kind of the... <clears throat> mental gymnastics as we like to call it yeah if you guys are, if you guys are wondering <laughs> you wonder how i became so mentally strong you guys are looking at her right right there speaking of gymnastics she almost made it to the olympics but had a you know had any i think is a big reason why we probably resonated so well when we met back when uh 17 years old yeah right? first met okay so you had a what should have been a career-ending injury back at what age? Uh, oh, 11. 11, okay, 11 or 12. And I had a basically what should have been a career-ending injury of at the same same age, right? I broke my femur, was in a cast, and what couldn't move for a year. You broke your back, right? <laughs> <laughs> First of all, I didn't break my <laughs> What'd you do? <laughs> I broke the ice. <laughs> get it? <laughs> I told you. You get the smoke. <laughs> I didn't break my back. I know. What'd you do? I tore some ligaments. I mean, I guess, yeah, I broke my back. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Don't try to brand direct me and try to like flip that. it. Like, yeah, you I haven't. That's right. In my lower back. <laughs> And the doctor said, I can either keep doing gymnastics for another two years. Or, or he's in your head. Or I can stop and then uh, be like a normal teenage kid and play sports. Uh, so. Got you. Okay, so my point on that, everybody, in terms of, uh, so Serena went from physical gymnastics to mental gymnastics <laughs> at 11. <laughs> right? And then went on her path. Uh, to eventually getting to UC Davis, oh. where I uh, where I saw and met her for the first time, and then my mental strength league journey <laughs> hit a whole new level. Like, wow! Just, Would you say I'm an I'm an Olympic mental gymnastics Olympic gold medalist? 
<laughs> would I say that? Yeah, would you say that? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would have to say that, yeah, we we are uh, the mental gymnastics is like a whole new league. It's it's monumental. It's histor it's historic. It's literally history in the making. Like you're literally, you guys are watching us make history right now, <laughs> having a mental gymnastics exercise in front of your face. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah so okay so here's a good one all right okay. so you <clears throat> so you saw where i started right <laughs> so this is great you saw where i started and i saw where you started right mm -hmm. so where you see us sitting now <laughs> what do you make of all that I think it basically we just both looked at each other and, and it was like challenge, like being on. Like, <laughs> what is that, uh, Tekken 9? Uh, no, not Tekken. Yeah, Tekken, right? Or the, the, what was the guy that was always doing the flips? The black guy, yeah, dreads. Oh, you're talking about Eddie Gordo from Tekken. <laughs> yeah, Tekken. Yeah. And so it was like that, like, I was a character, you were a character, we walked into the room and it was just like, game on. And then from there, it was just like, let's see who's going to win this game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, competition brought us together. <laughs> right? Okay, so then, <clears throat> this is good, because uh, the Mental Strength League is the result of the AmeriCorps process, right? Our seven-step patented mental gymnastics league process. And on that journey, teamwork equals dream work, right? So you got to learn how to work in a team. And working in a team means compromise, right? Now, knowing where you started and seeing where you started, knowing that you were in an individual sport, which is track, right? And an individual sport that is gymnastics and then flipped over to mental gymnastics, right? And me coming from a team sport, that's soccer, right? <laughs> What did compromise mean to you then? And and what does compromise mean to you now? <laughs> to be honest, I don't know if I've actually fully grasped the concept of compromise. <laughs> Ooh, I love that. Okay. <laughs> okay. I think I am truly getting there. Uh, um, because, you know, as an individual athlete, like, there's no compromising. Like, you're, you're one team, <laughs> and you have to do whatever it takes to achieve your goal. And so now that I'm in a team setting, you know, I have to learn that what's good for you isn't always good for the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's a tough lesson to learn, right? <laughs> it's an extremely tough lesson because it's like up until this point in my life it's always been just like I know what to do for myself this is what I need to do but now it's like okay but now you need to know what to do for everybody so you, you what works for you does not work for everybody so you have to learn like what works for everyone what what but what also works for you um if that makes any sense. Okay. No, that's good. All right. So what has been <clears throat> for you? <laughs> okay. So the focus has been on you, right? The focus has been on you, but the focus has to be on you to understand who you are, right? Figure out what you want for yourself, what your standard is, what your expectations are, not only for yourself and others, right? Um, but once you get to that understanding or that level of awareness and you make the decision uh, to operate for or with uh, something greater than you in mind, right? You have to re, <laughs> right? You have to refocus and reposition. <laughs> you follow me? Okay. Okay. So <laughs> I'm also what? laughing at Tot's comment. Oh yeah. What was it? 
said, don't forget, I was in a dance group. <laughs> <laughs> sure, girls dance group. Oh. <laughs> was she the... Did it have to turn into a solo dance group because Serena couldn't handle? No, we were a good dance group. <laughs> uh, look at uh, uh, Wally joined in. Said my people with with heart emojis and love. Uh, thanks for stopping by, brother. Oh, okay. So what I'm saying is like, and that makes sense for an individual sport, right? That's that's uh, gymnastics. That's uh, track and field, right? And but once you're transitioning into more of a team sport, team environment. Um, what do you switch your focus to? So what, what is your, what's your long-term vision or goal? What, what's the thing that you think of when you're going through those difficult moments of in those difficult times, right? Cause you said it's a journey. You're getting there. You, it's difficult. You see a lot of stuff along the way that does not make you happy. <laughs> yeah. That's part of the, right. That's part of the process. Yeah. Um, I think for me, it's what am I so angry at? Am I, angry that I don't know something? Am I angry that someone's better at something than I am? If they are better, how are they better? And why are they better? And what can I do to be just as good as them? And then it's, do I need to be just as good as them? Because this is a team. So how can I leverage their skill set with my skill set and come to a compromise. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you put compromise in quotes. <laughs> As to how we can work together. And I think also like a part of it is just like humility, right? I don't think it's something that like A type personalities or individual sports, it, like athletes, uh, like I don't think that's a space that we live in very often. Um, so it's kind of, for me, learning how to live in that um, and understanding that there's power in that and it's not seen as it's not seen as a weakness, even though you might feel it's a weakness. Like it's an opportunity to understand what you can improve on as an individual um, and learn from someone else to create maybe a deeper relationship with that person. So you so i'm taking away from that like uh lean into insecurities lean into vulnerable being vulnerable it's a it's difficult to do but it's uh becomes a strength or an asset in the long run mm -hmm. yeah yeah so yeah learning how to be vulnerable and okay being okay and trusting that in being vulnerable what you're you're wanting out of that vulnerability will improve you later, even if it doesn't feel like it is in the moment. Okay. I like that. Let's, uh, we'll, so we'll start to take in some questions from the audience because I'm seeing a lot of people are having fun. Uh, a lot of cry, crying emojis. Uh, I'm dying here. Laughing faces. Giggle fest is upon us. Uh, cry face memes. We've got, okay, we've got, the first question that came in, I'm going to pull it up here. Kendall, coming with a heavy one. Kendall asks, how do you get in Quincy's head? I don't think I've ever gotten out of it, so I don't know how to answer that question. <laughs> but Kendall, you know the best part of it? She said she thinks. And here at Perfect Soccer, we talk about we know. What we know. <laughs> For me, sorry, we don't tell you about what we think. We tell you what we know. Okay, you got me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> love that. Let's see. We got... Um, Okay, live RP FC fan page asks, this is for Serena. What was it like for you and the boys when Quincy, or what's it like for you and the boys when Quincy leaves for games? Uh, um, most of the time when, when Quincy goes off on games, you know, I make sure that we have activities that we're doing for the day and we have tons of playdate sets. So, uh, game, I guess, travel morning, we have family breakfast, we drop them off at the airport, and then normally after that, one, it's one of them's nap time. 
So then I have like an hour or two hours to hang out with whichever one is a lot, not is uh, awake, alive, (laughs) awake. Um, And then when the second one wakes up, it's normally like we're at the park. So we'll spend two or three hours at the park. Then after that, we'll probably go home, make dinner, um, watch a movie and then cook dinner and then bedtime. Then on game day, it's normally spending two to three hours at the park. Maybe we're going to a friend's house, spending another three or four hours there. And then maybe we're watching the game there or uh, we're watching the game back at the house. Kind of just depends on my mood and the kids' moods and whoever we are visiting's mood. Um, And then when he returns, it's normally I pick him up during nap time. So I make sure I time it so that by the time I get to wherever he's landing, whether it's picking him up at the stadium or picking him up at the airport, I time it so that it's during nap time so the kids fall asleep in the car (laughs) so that when we get there, the kids are asleep and then we, uh, Quincy and myself can kind of talk through the weekend and get updated on what we did for the weekend, where we're, where we are, uh, mentally. So that's kind of like what it's like. That's, she just walked you through master class and moved <laughs> step by step. Uh, uh, Paul, uh, Paul, Paul joined in. What up, Paul? Welcome, Paul. And then, uh, who else had just joined in, um, Sorry, we fell. Oh, Julian. Julian joined in. What's going on, Julian? And oh, Mark Haynes. Yeah, I saw Mark. Shout out, Mark. Minute till six podcast. Um, one of Serena's. Um, what did you say? Under management, under evolved management. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Right? we helped right? launch uh, his podcast. Yeah. Very first minute till six. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So shout out, <laughs> shout out, Mark. Really well for himself, you know. Uh, it's been amazing to just watch his journey and like he's part of the MSL. He set a goal and you can literally watch him make his history right now. <laughs> like, he's literally making history. Yeah. So yeah. So Mark, we did the Mark did his first deal with Clutch Points, right? So yeah. we helped Mark do his first deal with Clutch Points. He started his Minute Till Six podcast, and now I think he's parlayed that into the a new show. Mm-hmm. Um, his new show is oh, Morrow.23 dro- dropped in. Yeah. What's going on? Huh? Larry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I, I go by yeah, I go by Instagram <laughs> Instagram tag so everybody can see can see. <laughs> what up? Uh yeah, you, what is it? First year is the new one, right? With uh, year one. Year one. Yeah. Mark yeah, yeah, it's year yeah, Mark the, the new show is year one, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so if you drop that in there, <clears throat> we could share that. Um, what was I? Oh, there was something I wanted to ask you in the vein of what did, oh, um, in terms of, <clears throat> okay, teamwork, right? And, and this is, yeah, so this is good. Teamwork, mental gymnastics, uh, the nature of our competitive relationship, right? And, and finding ways to compromise, right? And make things work when you have your own individual goals for in sport. I have my own individual goals in sport. We have our collective and individual goals in family. We also have our collective and individual goals in business and, a bunch of just huge, probably ridiculously large goals that aren't big enough um, that we want to accomplish, right? So in the chaos that we can create for ourselves at times to learn and understand each other's world and um, build a solid foundation that can, you know, literally make history and be generational, right? Um, how how have you found ways to remain committed to that? Like to keep to like uh, so in terms of I know how competitive you are, right? Yeah, and, and, and how competitive and how competitive I am, right? So yeah. like what what it what 
how is it that we actually compromise? Like, what, what do you, what, how do we do it? Like, uh, how do we compromise? Yeah, how do we do that? I don't even know how we do it. I, I honestly, like, I think we compromise in our competitiveness. Like, all right, this is our goal. And this is what I'm going to do. And then you're like, okay, well, this is what I'm going to do. And I'm like, well, I'm going to do what I'm going to do better than you can do what you're doing. So, <laughs> so then, yeah, but then if, but then like, if magic happens, and then we're like, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, but then who does it better? Because if your goal is to do it better than me, and my goal is to do it better than you. And then we just agree to disagree. Like, it, <laughs> like there's. I don't think there's an acknowledgement like, yeah, you did it better. Because I feel like our goal is always like compounding, right? Because <laughs> okay. we just keep going and going and going and going. Because we're just like, all right, you're here. I'm here. I'm here. You're there. Here. And like, I feel like that's what we're doing. Like we're building. Okay. okay. What? Okay. What's something you've learned through that process, right? Uh-huh. That you now know to be true that you didn't believe to be true when you started. <laughs> <laughs> like in uh I think what I've learned is that you <laughs> you're more competitive than I am. <laughs> <laughs> okay, when did you learn that? <laughs> I'm trying to, I've learned it a few times. It's like I learned it and then I forget and then I, I'm like, no. <laughs> that's your competitive nature. You literally yeah, forget. Like, I'm like, that's not true. And then I do compete some more and then I'm like, ah, man, you're still going. <laughs> and I'm like, he's not going to stop. <laughs> I'm just going like. I think that's why our goals get bigger and bigger because <laughs> you keep doing it. I'm just like, okay, fine, <laughs> fine, yeah, yeah, Quincy. Okay, you might have done what I said you couldn't do and thought you couldn't do, but but you can't do it backwards. <laughs> I'll be like, what? That doesn't even make any sense. I'm like, well, if you can't do it, then just just say you can't do it. You can't do it. Like, I'm not gonna say I can't do anything because I can do everything. I can and do like, anything. I can't do this, so let's, do <laughs> let's do it. And then it comes down to like, hey, do you want to keep doing everything? Because this is a lot of work. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, you're right. This is a lot of work. All right, let's just do something else. I'm like, yeah, you're right. I am right. Yeah, what are we gonna do? Really <laughs> no, 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 no. We agreed to agree because you said, yeah, you're right. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. I'm right. <laughs> uh, and then no disagreement yo if you guys want to join in on this mental gymnastics master class keep spamming that heart button <laughs> rfk refugees joined in spam the heart button mark yeah, said it, where do you guys find the energy to be superheroes <laughs> where do we find the energy to be superheroes yeah oh we don't find it we give it Oh man! Yeah, I don't have to find the energy. We we, we give the energy. We it. <laughs> Did you see the rainbow on our land today? <laughs> oh yeah! Did you guys know that we're where the rainbow ends and begins? You can post that to the feed. And if you think we're lying, <laughs> we have truth is true. Truth is true, whether you believe it or not. It doesn't matter, Serena. We talk about it here. Truth is true, whether you believe it or not. You guys want to see where rainbow starts and begins and ends? Just tune into hashtag Ameriquai Acres. By the way, I'm super juiced about posting my Junebug challenge. I've been been trying to get around to doing that for the last like 35 days. I saw it like the very first day it was posted. And I'm like, yes. I, I remember I showed it to you. I'm like, hey, I'm doing this. I'm like, this is gonna blow up. This is gonna be huge. <laughs> Some juice for it. The tail end of it. I should totally do this. I should totally do this. Where is it? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Mark said, "Yep, year one." Um, Julian had asked, "Does Quincy have a favorite European team?" No. Yeah. No, I don't. <laughs> okay. Okay. 
Oh, we were talking about this in the car. Oh, okay. Before I even go to that. So, like you had mentioned, like, when we get in the car and we're driving, we're trying to share with where each other are at mentally, what happened, get each other over the most important information and level of priority as things are growing and changing over time, right? Um, which can be a difficult task to do, compartmentalizing, you know, husband-wife relationship, a business partner relationship, consultant relationship, you know what I'm saying? Employee, contractor, like we're, there's a lot of hats. We're just switching hats all the time. And it's like, oh, sorry, I, you, you didn't realize I've got my, I'm your coach hat on. So I can tell you that you suck and it has nothing to do with you, you know, because you, know, because you did something I don't like and continually having to build that trust and that rapport between us right took a very long time <laughs> right so how how do you do it how do you do that how do i build trust or how do yes. i learn to differentiate when you're being a husband when you're being a business partner when you're being an employee when you're being a consultant <laughs> yeah so like how how do we like in your mind how would you define that like we found a way to do it right Mm -hmm. um, a lot of tough conversations. I've, I've, t I've, told you, I've told you that, told you this since the day we started dating was the most valuable thing. The thing that I value most about our relationship is our, what? Conversations. <laughs> That's correct. Right. So I've been saying it, right. And, and uh, that's always been true to me. And I, I believe that will always be true. <clears throat> um, but that doesn't mean that the conversations are easy. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, to be quite honest, they're probably uh, they're extremely difficult, and I think most people think we're crazy to even bother having those conversations because it'd be much easier not to. <laughs> right. Okay. So we know that that's true, and we know we're extremely competitive. Right. So why do you see those conversations, those tough conversations, as? necessary as 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 being a necessary part of our ability to get to this point at least um well i think it's a way that we understand that we trust each other right because we're willing to have the tough conversations and the ones that do we don't want to have but we trust in the fact that we're having the conversation because there's something that the other person can't see and we just want that person to see it so that they either one can fix it or two come uh, what is it? <laughs> bask in the waters of Lake Minnetonka. Like <laughs> come spend time in this glorious space. <laughs> yeah. And we'll just like hammer down on a message until that person sees it. And then it's just, I think for us, like the excitement and understanding that you have someone that can see what you see um is what we're continually fighting for because we're just like dude i want to have someone that's right there with me that can can see what i'm seeing a mile away and know that greatness is about to happen so we could just frolic in lilies for the next <laughs> two years because <laughs> we <laughs> frolic on the land uh, that was gonna happen but when you're by yeah. yourself you kind of just like who am i gonna frolic with like, yeah well, i'm just gonna frolic yeah frolicking by yourself is cool but come on you yeah, can frolic I mean, by yourself forever and i think that's why they say it's lonely at the top right because it's like you you in you get to the top and then you're like man this sucks let me get somebody else here and then you're fighting that person so they can get to the top then they get to the top and they're like oh wow you were right this is really cool but <laughs> but then that means you you elevate because you learned how to get someone to where you were. So you're just constantly like doing that. And then maybe this person gets to the top and they're looking at you like, bro, what happened? And then you're yeah, like, hey, oh, where you at? Really, oh, oh, I got <laughs> tired. <doing> like this. <laughs> <laughs> I got tired, but okay, wait, no, I'm back. Oh, I'm back. Yeah. Okay. Oh. All right. <clears throat> Let's see. Mm, oh, okay. Well, uh, before I, uh, I saw our RFK refugees uh, had said the hard conversations are are the important ones. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. R A F A A R Z A T E thirty five had asked, um, how how can you stop being so nervous while in game? 
um, I would assume that would be something similar for you, just like nervous before a uh, track meet or a race. So what would you do to focus on or how to stop being nervous? Ooh, I I think I used my nerves. So I didn't, in, in track, it's like, we have to be quick. So when you're nervous, you're already like tense and you're ready to go. And so I would just channel that into focus. So in track and field, you put your hands down, you focus on a spot. So I'd focus, put all my energy into that one spot and tuning out the crowd and then listening for the gun and then either the gun or a movement, right? So if you hear the gun go, then you go. And if you see a movement, then you go. <laughs> so I just learned how to channel my nerves into something that would help me run faster. Um, so I guess for you, that would be channeling your nerves maybe into something that you're most confident in um, on the field and using that to be i'm sorry i'm no soccer knowledge whatsoever <laughs> <laughs> okay um, like okay no i like okay no i love that i like it. so here's the best thing about leaning into vulnerabilities and insecurities right like serena <laughs> serena doesn't have a vast soccer knowledge right but still trying on the live show and being vulnerable, which is exactly what we're talking about, leaning into that, right? So practicing what we preach here, as you guys can see, and that's a great transition into the kind of the questions that I was wanting to ask you in terms of, um, you obviously have limited soccer knowledge because you didn't play the sport growing up, right? I also had limited soccer knowledge because I only played the sport growing up. I didn't watch it on TV, as you know, right? I didn't have any favorite players, none of that. So, so you and I are coming into the soccer space, probably like the two people in the world who have the least knowledge of soccer ever, right, in history, speaking about history, right? Um, but our competitive nature and our willingness to want to learn and figure things out, I think, was a huge asset and valuable uh, for us along, along the journey. It was also very, you know, it was a huge uh, expense and made things very difficult as well um, at times, but navigating the soccer space, I know definitely for you has not been easy, right? There's been a lot of difficult uh, experiences along the way, and we've had lots of conversations about them over time. What about the, maybe share if you want, uh, could you share like, what about the experience hasn't been great um but but also what what about the position you you're you've been in and and the work you've done through bpc as a brand director like what do you see is being put in place to improve those experiences mm, that's a good question i guess for me what hasn't been great right is like okay i'm the wife of a pro player so there's already that stigma of like oh she's just another pretty face in the crowd who's here to just marry some guy have kids and live on an island like that's mm -hmm. the extent like you're reduced down to just like your reproductive organs so there's nothing more of value this woman could possibly provide other than providing this man children and looking pretty on his arm. So for me, that was kind of difficult just knowing like in the beginning of our relationship, like what I had comp what I had accomplished up to that point in time. And then just act having like knowledge, like a brain, <laughs> like <laughs> having the ability to hold a conversation and then people having conversations with people who think you don't know how to hold a conversation. So then it's almost like, you're having an intellectual conversation with someone who thinks you can't have an intellectual conversation and then they leave thinking like what just happened so it's like having those experiences over and over again where it's like okay here it goes again this guy thinks i can't ha have a conversation or this girl thinks i can't have a conversation let me uh let me show you i know how to talk basically 
<laughs> so that you understand I'm more than what you think I am. And then also just like, there's not very many uh, females who look like me in the industry. So a lot of times, like in most of the classes that I was in, I'm the only black person in the room. So not having kind of like that ally to kind of ex explain like the soccer culture and the WAG culture, because that's what we're called. Um, it was, it was different or difficult and just interesting. Um, because they're, they're, that culture exists, um, it's there and you see it. And then sometimes, you know, you wanted, I wanted to feel involved and I would kind of, I mean, we had this conversation where I was like, I'm not being myself, like my normal confident, um, I won't say confident, <laughs> my normal, like, I know what I want. I don't care if you're scared of my confident self. I mean, yeah, whatever. Um, I'm dumbing myself down to appease these people so that they can see like, I'm safe, I'm nice, I am not scary. <laughs> and it's like, I hated doing that. <laughs> it's and tiring. I feel like they could tell that I hated doing it so much. <laughs> but I was just genuinely like, why do you need this? Like, <laughs> why? <laughs> Like, can we all agree that this is stupid? Like, <laughs> or do I need to keep playing this game of like, <laughs> I'm the the quiet girl in the room, <laughs> you know? And it was like, okay, let me <laughs> let me try to. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? <clears throat> not not be the angry black woman because that's not what i was doing <laughs> but it was like okay let me be the full of energy <laughs> <laughs> you're just okay so you're just testing ideas you're just trying to figure it out yeah right? that's literally okay. what i was doing <laughs> that's what we were doing yeah and i'll say that's what we were doing just like hey this yeah you guys what, oh, what about if i what about dance like this you, you like this? No? Oh, that Then come back. Hey, sorry to that. That really made him mad. Hey, maybe don't. Hey, don't. You'd be like, well, Serena, you are a little off-putting. I'm like, yeah, my personality is kind of strong. Maybe if I go in there and say this next time. Yeah, maybe, yeah. They'll understand that I was being nice the first time. The first time. Or they'll think that you weren't ever, and now they don't know what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> okay so, right. so okay so obviously there's a lot of experiences tried a lot of different things uh like we talk about here a lot right you got to make mistakes you're not going to get stuff right the first time or the second time or the tenth time maybe it might even take you a hundred times right but if you you stick to it you'll figure it out or you'll figure out something that that works for you um one of those things that is working i think for you and for others and is a very like something that I think will be looked back on in soccer history as, a, as an extremely uh, historic, influential, impactful moment is the formation of the, the BPC organization, Black Players for Change, right? And I think the role that you, that role you've played and are continuing to play in that, um, what, does, what does the position mean to you and what does the organization uh, mean to you? Um, what the organization means to me is that, uh, what I had a good, I had a good analogy for it. Um, <clears throat> basically that change is here, right? You know, we're always talking about like, oh, something needs to say, something needs to change, something needs to change. Well, something did change. And we know that because of what we literally see <laughs> on the internet now. And, you know, I, I, I think we got here and for our organization in particular, because we're very, we're thinking of the future. So what do I need to do now to set my future self up, which is something that you always talk about which is what I feel BPC embodies, right? Like you see us now, but understand what we're doing now is for later or for future. Uh, yeah, for the future. So that, and then just seeing how 
like a group of black men can argue, disagree, uh, and then in the end, all, I won't say all, I'll say like start to understand the conversations that were being had at the beginning of the organization. And then from my perspective, like just seeing how deeply rooted certain issues are in just a self issue, like not understanding self, not understanding self value, not understanding how like you can say one thing, but you're literally doing something else. So kind of being contradictory and like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm going to uplift this, but then I'm going to tear this down. And it's like, well, you can't say you're going to do this and this because that means you're not doing anything. (laughs) Or you can say you're going to do this and this, you know, uh, maybe this is forward facing and this is not forward facing. So, (laughs) you know, like, it's been an amazing learning experience just to to understand where people are um and and yeah just well, what do you okay so what do you feel this will allow for that didn't exist before its existence um i feel that it allows for people to view stories in a manner that they haven't viewed them before because it's through a different lens and the story is being told in a different way Um, that it maybe it has been told this way before but maybe it hasn't been received before how it's being received now so I I guess like in in saying that it's just a lot (laughs) i'm like trying to figure out like how do i I explain this (laughs) um yeah i mean it's just a lot and and being in the organization like i've seen the evolution of almost every character you can think of in a black movie like (laughs) like (laughs) like the mean conniving character like evolve into the like gentle heart that is that understands like wow I didn't know I was doing that let me stop doing that (laughs) and like they're literally genuinely thinking like no I'm doing this because it helps and you're you're literally trying to explain to them like that is not helping (laughs) but they think it is and okay Okay. I know I like okay so I like that because that what that made me think of is uh, what episode was it um uh, how to not be selfish with Earl Edwards Jr. Right, so, so I know you've got uh, you've helped Earl with a lot of stuff in the past as well too. And hearing him share his experiences of talking similar to what you're talking about, right? Like, um, we we talk about here, what got you here won't get you there, and maybe you were uh, selfless in the beginning, but selfless over a long period of time, only focus on that, turns into selfish, right? Because the world builds around you. So it makes sense. Um, But your ability to come to self-realization and self-reflect, right? The three S's of self-awareness to understand how you could be being selfish from the perspective of the other person, whether you agree with it or not, right? Agree to disagree. You do, you can see that each person's perception is the reality and they have the autonomy to make decisions and behave based on your decisions Mm -hmm. or indecisions. Right. Yeah. And I, I guess I say that to say, like, I, I can see, like, why people think certain things. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, you are who you are. You have your perspective because of the situations that you've been in or the world view that you, you have from birth to now. So it's like, I, I see it. And it's it's like uh, you think you know, but you don't know till you know. <laughs> so like I had a lot of those like, oh, I thought I knew and then I learned this and now I know more and now I understand more why someone does this versus that or, you know, so I don't say it to say like, it's bad, <laughs> I guess. I say it to say like, I'm better understanding people where they are in comparison to where they were. 
um, and better understanding kind of like because I see everything and how they and like I'm I'm watching everyone's story like how it's playing out and how they're evolving over time based on where they're at the people they're around the conversations they're having and the things that they're doing on their own outside of let's say an organization so for the individuals that are continuing to you know uh self-evaluate self-reflect understand self and how they're affecting the greater good the evolution is is it's like exponential it's super quick um for the other ones that are kind of slow to adopt it that evolution is still there it's just a little lagging so yeah i, I guess i just say that because i i feel i better understand how i can help and the role i can play in helping people understand where they are if I believe I am at a point that's let's say a step ahead of them but then also understanding if I'm a step behind <laughs> that maybe I'm not giving the best advice <laughs> <laughs> no I like that okay I think that's a good place to end it uh no but that's that's a high level of self-awareness right and thoughtful a thoughtful thought process before coming to decisions and executing on things. And when you're, you know, in a position like the brand director position, your job is to understand people where they are and understand where they want to be for themselves and present their story and, and, and share their voice, how they intend it to be shared. And I think you do a great job of a great job of that. And um, even the stuff that we've just seen here to date is a, is a huge testament to that. Um, but as we round up on the hour here, um, uh, Joe Jackson said, feels like you're putting her through a modified version of the Quincy questions from the perfect soccer podcast. <laughs> yeah. Modification evolution. Um, and also just, you know, um, uh, Serena has been one to operate in the background for time. Right. So I was excited, uh, to get her on the show to kind of, share her perspective, her insights and experiences so that everybody could download that, that mental knowledge. Uh, shout out to Paul, you know, for making it happen. I know he's been uh, uh, slowly poking and working to get you um, on the show. And maybe this will give uh, Haley some encouragement to come join, join the show as well too. Um, you know, we, we talked about your position within Black Players for Change, but, you know, you, you've been um, brand director of Perfect Soccer as well as, you know, held multiple positions within Perfect Soccer over time as we've built that from the beginning, right? Um, and uh, you and Haley on the leadership team is, is <laughs> has been a learning experience. Right, you you and Haley come uh, come with hella opinions, and fully willing to just throw them at me, which uh, I've always appreciated, and I think it'd be great to get her on here as well too because this has been insightful. Um, I think uh, Oh Liverpool's been taking some of the clips from the show and reposting on his story, so that's been pretty cool, and let Joe know about it. Um, but yeah. Everybody, that is the show. Um, unless there's any final question that's coming in, I'll wrap it up. And uh, Joe said, thank you both. This was a great live. Hope you have a great week. Um, ben Jammin dropped the I'm in your head emojis. What up, brother? Um, everyone's spamming that heart button. And yeah, Serena, anything you want to share, say, let the people know? I'm in your head. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Thanks. We'll see you later. Oh. Oh. Oh, I don't know how to end it anymore. <laughs> All right. In You're in my head. Oh, gosh. No. All right, everybody. Thanks so much. We'll see you next week. Same time, same place. As always, Sarita is in your head. And I'm in your head, too. <laughs> later.
Quincy Ameriquois here, and thanks again for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to share it with someone you feel will get some value from it. And if you could take a moment to leave a review of our podcast wherever you're listening and let us know who you would like us to interview next, we'll get working on it right away. You can re-listen to this episode and all our other interviews, episodes, and audio shows over at perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. You can also enter to win free weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash P-S-T-M. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash P-S-T-M to enter to win for free today. Thanks again, and see you guys in the next episode. Thank <laughs> you.